The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We all have those thoughts that will not die. Along with many other thought distractions, these can keep us from thinking clearly and focusing on what we desire and who we can be. This is Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. What if you could learn to command the power of thought and make the laws of the universe work in your favor? It can be done, and it just takes some adjustments to become a thought genius. Now, here is your host, Dr. Jeffrey L. Fannin. Well, welcome to this uh, week's episode of Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. And I have a couple of very special guests uh, with an amazing story. And uh, we're, we're really going to have a great discussion. Connie and Jorge uh, Zephra, um, they work very closely with an, uh, angelic realms, uh, Jesus' mother, uh, Mary, uh, the archangel, Raphael, and Michael. Uh, Jorge is uh, considered a pure channel and a pure source of energy. After a uh, supernatural experience in which he received uh, the gift of channeling and divine energy, he decided that he was going to dedicate himself to the use of this energy for healing. Jorge has performed uh, hundreds of healings with people and animals with different chronic and complicated health life issues. Um, Connie, uh, his wife, is a a board-certified holistic practitioner, is a medical intuitive uh, Connie connects with angelic realms as, uh, and gets uh, very precise guidance from the Archangel Raphael that allows her to actually pinpoint the root cause of many of her clients' uh, health issues. Uh, most of the time they are uh, undetected by uh, uh, normal uh, or other medical kinds of practitioners. But this, uh, with this information, she's able to develop very impressive uh, holistic protocols that help a client overcome the disease and uh, restore health completely. Uh, Connie uh, detects uh, addresses, uh, energetic issues by performing spiritual releases, dark force removals, and soul retrievals. So uh, Jorge and Connie, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you here with us today. Thank you, Dr. Thanks a lot. We're very excited to be here. So um, you guys have been on a, a really amazing journey, each of you separately and then uh, to, together. Uh, maybe we can start um, uh, with, uh, with you, Jorge, and if you could tell us a little bit about, you know, how things started for you, I think back in 2013, uh, if memory serves correct. And uh, you were at, uh, at an advanced meditation event. And yeah, you were there. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, and, we too, I, yeah, I actually pulled up the files and was was looking at your brain map. So we actually had brain mapped you guys <laughs> there. So um, uh, kind of bring us from 2013 up to where you are today. Okay. Yeah. So um, you know, it, we we attended to this meditation worship, and I was. Uh, at the beginning, you know, I was really dragged by Connie to go there. You know, it was never my 
my uh, intention. I didn't know. I had no idea about meditation. And, and then uh, prior to that, I read the Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself book. And then that started guiding us to the different workshops until we ended up in this one. Uh, we'd been meditating at that point probably two, yeah, two, three weeks uh, by using Dr. Joe's meditations on that book, on his book. And then you know, we finally got to the workshop and probably around the third day of the workshop, either the second or the third day of the workshop, um, you know, there, there was some of the, of the testimonials that Dr. Joe will basically bring people up to the stage. And there was this gentleman, he was actually, he's from Mexico, and he had this ex incredible experience where he had sort of like a surgery during a, a meditation where it's this, the, the entity removed, some being um, removed. Right, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, he was sitting right next to us. And before that, you know, we, during the meditations prior to that uh, moment, you know, when he did his testimonial, we didn't experience anything. We didn't feel anything. We just closed our eyes and we were trying to see what we, what said we can see, but we had no. Yeah, no. It was it was funny, you know. So she was Connie was telling me, go and ask him what is he doing because he had this incredible experience. So uh, I went and finally asked him, what is it that you do it in order to be able to get that experience? And he said, well, just you know, when you close your eyes, you basically see black. So there is nothing to see. Doesn't expect anything. You know, you can't see anything. Okay. But the other thing is just open yourself and surrender. He has got sort of the words I remember he said to me. So I came back to Connie and say, this is what he said. You know, I repeated exactly those words. So the next meditation starts. And then, you know, after probably half, halfway in the meditation, um, I started feeling that something was coming. You know, something very strong was coming to me. And... Uh, it, it was like a tremendous force, uh, and it started coming, you know, excuse me, I get emotional when, this, when I talk about this, I'm sorry. But um, the force started coming through me. It was so strong, and at some point, it started, it started lifting my arms up. It was like, like a pulley. Was, I had a rope tied on my, both my, you know, my wrists, and it was pulling me up. But I couldn't, I, I was trying to resist. I was trying to force my arms down. At, but I couldn't. It was so strong that it was lifting them up and lifting them up, and it was making my, you know, my entire body was shaking so strong, and I felt it. It was like, like, like a current, like extremely, extremely, extremely strong. And at the on the other end, my feet were also having the same effect, but in the opposite side. So my feet were being pulled to the ground with its incredible force, and my hands were being pulled to the sky with the same incredible force. So it was. It was, I was like, I didn't even know what was going on. It was so t tremendous force that was coming through me. It was making me shake. So at some point, I just basically said, I'm just going to surrender to this. And I just let it go. And the shaking continued, you know, and I felt the energy going through. So that was the first time I really felt it was incredible. I, ha I cannot even describe you how incredible it was. It was strong. It's super, super strong. That's what we call it supernatural because it was, it was out of this world. That has... It has no explanation mm -hmm. other than supernatural. Then, you know, once that happened, um, you know, of course, Connie during that also had an experience as a result of this energy and also as a result of, of her own meditation. And the people even around other tables also were influenced by this energy that was so strong. Uh, some of the people came <clears throat> and talked to us. They come and hug her. 
you know, everybody, you know, like in our table and some of the surrounding tables were affected by the force because it was tremendous. It was so, so strong. I, I, can, I can tell you from the individual that um, had an entity that came and, and felt like he was pulling mm -hmm. something out of him, um, he had a brain tumor. Mm -hmm. And uh, very shortly after that particular event, he um, went to the MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, Texas, and for his uh, follow-up exactly. scans, and they could find no trace of the tumor. Wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah he sort of, he, I think he sort of, I believe he sort of mentioned that during yeah. the. Uh, so that sort of started the whole thing. Then um, after that, the second, the following meditation. This was interesting because uh, this was actually really, really powerful. Um, on that worship season, wasn't in Texas. We flew in from Houston, Texas. We brought our children with us, and Connie found uh, a small um, summer camp for them. So at certain time during the worship, I had to go drive to downtown uh, Denver. Denver and bring my children back to the hotel because the, the, the camp was over. So um, during that time, I, I think it was it wasn't the same day. I had to go pick them up, but then they and, and this following meditation started, I believe, and then. Um, I finally dropped them off. I go back in. Everybody was laid down because it's one of those where everybody lays down. So I go lay down. I just started listening to the music, and immediately that force came again. It was extremely strong. It was like it, the same experience, right? But it wasn't pulling my arms. It was just uh, basically filling my body completely with the en with energy. But at some point, I felt I was going to drown with the energy. I literally felt like if I was in a bathtub and the w I was basically sinking myself in the water, and I felt the water that was coming through my mouth and getting closer to my nose, and I started getting really scared. But at that point, the meditation finished. So I was basically lay down, com you know, completely loaded with this incredible amount of energy, and I couldn't even move. I was just able just to say, Connie, please help me because I can't do anything. I can't move. So long story short, it took about 30 minutes for her and someone else to clear the energy from my body. Um, so then, you know, that was really shocking. I didn't know what to do. Uh, we talked to Dr. Joe. He mentioned, yeah, this is something you can use for healing yourself and healing others. Uh, but, you know, it was so shocking, so, in, so, so uh, a strong experience, so incredible that I didn't know what to do. And she was assisting me, you should probably, you know, do it for that purpose. And she said, you know, I, I probably know a lot of people that I can, that, I, that you can start helping. Uh, but then, you know, um, I continued working in the engineering, engineering field. But yeah. Remember that you, Dr. Joe pulled you to the stage? Oh, yes. Um, I forgot about that part. You know, before we went back to Houston, um, you know, we talked to Dr. Joe during the workshop about what happened to me and all that. And uh, he decided to, I think it was either in Saturday and Sunday, he decided as part of the worship to do healing meditations. And on that meditation, uh, people were doing one-on-one, -on -one, but he called me up to the stage with other people that I believe they can channel really strong energy. And he put four people on the stage, uh, three of these uh, healers, quote-unquote. Uh, he put three on each individual. There were four people total. We didn't know what they had. Some, they, we just knew that they were really ill. And with the energy healing there, um, the experience for me was so strong. I mean, I was literally moving walls of energy to this person. I opened so much, but but I believe I was also using sort of my own energy. So when the when the whole thing finished, um, I couldn't move. I had no energy to do anything. I, I mean, I had literally been lifted up the stage and taken back to my chair. 
but the experience, you know, the, the actual healing was incredible. Uh, the person was, I, you know, barely opened my eyes during the session, and he was shaking on the ground, the person that we were doing the healing. Uh, and then in some, Sunday, he did basically, we repeated the same process with other people. It, it was also incredible. And, and the, the gentleman that we worked, that I worked on the first time, on the first healing, um, we went to another workshop later in Carefree here in, in Arizona. But it was seven months later. You yeah, it was, use the well, yeah, it was like seven months later. And uh, so these, these, uh, there is a break in the, in, during the workshop, this other, other advanced workshop. And this person comes, you know, on one of the hallways. He approaches me and he started hugging me and giving and kissing me and saying thank you, you know, and I just look at him and I recognize him and he was the guy that we were, we did the energy healing on him. And he, I asked him, how are you doing? And he said, I'm healed. So it was, it was, uh, you know, in very, very uh, a strong experience for me. And at that point I realized, you know, I have to probably make a change and say, dedicate myself to do this. And that was sort of the thing that triggered on me uh, to do sort of a career change and dedicate myself to do this. Did you find that to be a, a difficult choice, that coming from a known background, going into, you know, something like energy healing and not knowing, you know, how am I going to do this? How am I going to make a living? Making that choice, was it a difficult choice? Making the choice was not difficult. What was difficult, once we make the choice, the th everything that came after making the choice, it was, a, you know, that's, that's when you start realizing I did the change now, I, I'm in this situation, and that's where, you know, you know, where it was a little difficult for me. But really making the choice, it wasn't difficult. It was actually really easy, I believe, for both of us, and also for our children. They were eager to move, and they were eager, eager to, you know, for us to, to do whatever we needed to do. So it, was, it wasn't difficult at all. Yeah. Uh, kind of a life-changing event. All of a sudden, you know, it's like one minute you're... Uh, an engineer, and the next minute you're uh, an energy healer, right? Yeah, you know, and and what what I tell Connie every day is that we f we feel so blessed that we have this opportunity that we that you know if this is my mission and it was if I was sort of I I, I can't say this but if it, if I was sort of chosen I'm not sure if that's the right word but if I was chosen to do this and this is the moment I I should do it because it's. It's so rewarding, you know, when, when you can help people and you see the benefit, you know, you see the result. We always tell the, the, the people that we work and we help with, uh, you know, we always tell them that we are so happy to hear when they can, you know, when they either tell us verbally or in an email that they have, they feel better, that the work we are doing is having a good impact, a, you know, a positive impact in their health, because that's really what we're focusing on, you know, is helping people live a healthier life. And not necessarily just their health as a, as, as a body, but also their life, you know. And they, this energy has an effect as well on changing people's lives, so that's also very rewarding. Before this event happened in 2013, did you have any concept of energy healing or what it was mm -hmm. like or any idea that you might be doing it? Not at all. I mean, I I didn't know. Uh, uh, probably we've heard about Reiki because we were told in, the, and probably Connie can tell you more about that, uh, that our daughter had Reiki hands. Mm -hmm. That's what we heard once. Uh, but I, I had no clue, no idea about really energy healing. 
uh, and especially I I never expected this to happen to me. You know, this situation in the workshop and all that energy coming through me and and it was completely unexpected. And and it's it's funny because. I, I remember Connie telling me that there was this lady that was, I think she was sitting in one of the neighbor tables and she come to her and hug her, hug her, you know, and say, you know, um, I, I feel so happy because I felt your energy. I have been meditating for four years and I have never experienced anything like this before. And we've done it for three weeks and all of a sudden this incredible thing happened. So I'm, I'm very blessed, you know, very, very honored for that this happened to me because if this is what I'm supposed to be doing I will do it until the last the last day on my on this dimension you know I will do it forever yeah you mentioned about uh, surrendering and uh, one of the things that I talk to people when I'm doing a consult with them many times they want to know how do I go to the next level and I talk about surrendering because mm-hmm. it, it is such a great misconception of what surrendering really is. It's, a, you know, do, am I surrendering my will? Uh, am I uh, surrendering my intention? And it's surrendering is more about a state of being than, than mm-hmm. a state of doing. And so I tell people, you know, when, you, when these mystical experiences begin to happen and you find yourself in no space, no time, no one, everyone, everything, uh, <clears throat> that it can be a little bit unnerving you know, for people to uh, to deal with that. And so um, I had somebody that I was doing a consult a while back, and they, they gave me uh, an experience that they had that I think helps to illustrate this point of surrendering. And uh, they during meditation, they, they felt this blue energy of themselves coming up and, and floating away from them, and they could, they could see this blue energy. And um, they got a little bit concerned about that because it was floating uh, away from them. Mm. And as soon as they got concerned, it stopped. It just kind of hovered in midair. And then uh, they admonished this energy, which is their own energy, to move forward again. And it began to move, and that really freaked them out because um, they they didn't expect that they would be able to communicate with this energy, mm. which was really their own energy. So why would you be able to communicate with it? But it kind of freaked them out, and and at that point the energy dissipated, mm. and and they had a very difficult time trying to get back to that, because essentially what they had done is fragmented the energy. They became fearful, uh, and 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 they weren't able to surrender, be comfortable in that space of of being. So mm-hmm. when you talked about surrendering, that's the thing that came to to my mind is is you found a way to be in a state of being without surrendering your entire self. So um, we want to have uh, Connie. Uh, Tell us her story, but it's time to take a a short break here. Uh, So uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Do you find that some of your hopes and dreams aren't happening the way you thought they would? Maybe your power of intention needs fine-tuning. The latest scientific research indicates that the problem is related to your subconscious belief patterns. They determine your behavior, as well as create the message that is being broadcast into the field. 
Only 5% of what we think about comes through the conscious thinking part of our brain, and the rest is processed through the subconscious part of our brain. You need the Thought Genius Kit. The Thought Genius Kit is an amazing combination of tools and technology that is not sold in stores anywhere. But you can get it from ThoughtGenius.com. If you want to know what your subconscious thinks and feels about something, all you have to do is think about it and watch the indicators on the screen. The Thought Genius Kit also comes with a lifetime subscription for creating your own mind movies. Get more information and read scientific research before you order the Thought Genius Kit at ThoughtGenius.com. That's ThoughtGenius.com. On It's Absolutely All About You, host Eileen Nunez bases her show on the forthcoming book of the same name. If you've been taught to hold your head high and keep your self-esteem in check, where do you go if you aren't yet achieving that goal? Each program is based on a chapter of the book and comes from Eileen's many years of experience in order to help you find your inner peace. Listen for It's Absolutely All About You, live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. To reach Dr. Jeffrey L. Fannin or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radioshow at thoughtgenius.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, we're back with my guests, uh, Connie and Jorge Zafra. And uh, we've been getting to know them a little bit in the fantastic journey that they've been on, you know, going from uh, conventional jobs to uh, becoming amazing energy healers. So, um, Connie, maybe you can tell us your story of how how your progression got you here. Yes. um, It was about the same time that, uh, I guess, when we both attended the workshop. But, you know, prior to that, when I was working for big corporations, I was always uh, fascinated by nutrition and, and medicine, so I was always reading, reading, reading. And then people would come to my office, not for anything work-related, more to get you know information as how can mm-hmm. I heal this, how can I... So in a sense, around 2013, I was already um, studying and doing, you know, more formally and doing the transition. Uh, my goal was in 2014 to you know, just leave the corporate world and then to move into nutrition or something like that. Um, but when this happened and um, in this workshop, it, it was in a different, um, in, the, in the healing meditation that Dr. Zhu was, was guiding uh, that I had to find a person to do the Right. The healing and, on. And Dr. Joe is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm sorry, yes, Dr. Yes, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm sorry. So, uh, so yes, while Jorge was pulled to the stage to work on these uh, very ill uh, people, the rest of us had to find someone to work with to, to do the meditation uh, that Dr. Dispenza was guiding. So, I found, you know, we, we, I, we found the person and then we just decided to, to work on each other. So, I first worked on the lady 
uh, and and then after that, you know, we switched turns. But as I was working on her, my husband, my heart was already very open. I was crying. I connected to her really strong, and um, so then when we switched turns. Um, you know, she started working on me all with the guidance of Dr. Dispenza. But um, at some point in, in during this meditation, of course, everybody's with their eyes closed. And at the beginning, you're not supposed to touch the person. So I closed my eyes, and she was putting her hands above my my body. And as I kept my eyes closed, then I feel like, you know, this hand rubbing my hair over and over. So I, I was kind of like concerned because I thought, well, she's not supposed to touch me yet, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I was like, okay, well, and then she, you know, just kept feeling the hand rubbing my hair, rubbing my hair. So then at some point in the meditation, Dr. Dispenza says, okay, now touch the body. So then I feel her hands touching my body, but this third hand <laughs> is touching my hair. So that's when I realized there was a divine being touching me and I just started you know crying because I, I just thought it was her it was like like a hand rubbing my hair like calming me down or something like that and after that happening uh, you know of course we went back to Houston we're shocked we just couldn't uh, connect everything that happened things didn't make sense and how would I tell my people you know and my co-workers this is what happened to me um, but then after that um, you know, when Jorge finally decides that he's going to quit the corporate world and dedicate himself to help people, I was already doing the transition. That's, that was happening in, in 2014, early 2014. Um, before that, I started noticing at work, I would feel like someone touching my, my scalp. And I thought it was like a, maybe like an ant or a mosquito or something. I would just, you know, go and try to get it off. Um, and then I realized it was energy with like, Something was touching me or I was receiving something, but it, whenever I would, I started noticing that the time, and actually my son is the one that pointed it out, I was at home one day early, and and then he said, Mommy, look, it's 4.44, 4.44, and, and then, you know, I was feeling the, this, this touch, and I realized it was, 4.44 is, it has a meaning, is basically you're surrounded by angels. Uh, that's the, the, the that mm -hmm. is a mystical meaning, so... Of course, after that, I started noticing the time. Every time they would touch me, it was like a very precise time. Sometimes it would be like, you know, 7.08, 7.18, 7.28. It was like every 10 minutes nonstop or every 20 minutes and things like that. So I started writing everything down, you know, just to find the meaning of the of time. But as one, months progressed, the, the, the amount of touch I was receiving was like 100 or 200 times a day. So I couldn't keep up with writing you know, <laughs> everything and finding the, the meaning. But, you know, when we finally moved to Sedona by receiving guidance, we never been in Sedona. We were going to move to Austin, Texas. And then we started getting these signs about Sedona. And we, we talked to people. And then we talked to a, a friend of us and that, that he can hear the angels. He said, oh, you need to move to Sedona. So when, when we moved, this was a leap of faith. You know, we both quit our jobs and moved with our children. Um, and then I started seeing clients you know, uh, remotely, uh, a lady uh, up north that she was having issues. And um, at first, after three months, I couldn't help her anymore. I couldn't even sleep because I just couldn't figure out how to help her. She's been, she has gone through many doctors and she just, she just couldn't, you know, and I couldn't help her. So I was like, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want her to spend more money on, on me if I couldn't help her. So the next day, you know, talking about surrender, 
I remember going to the bathroom and being all concerned about this client, and I just said, you know, God, I give up. You you take care of her. I don't know how you're going to do it. I'm, I'm not going to worry about this anymore. It's just, like, stressing me out, and you'll figure it out. So I went to sleep. And then, you know, that night I went to sleep, and then the next morning I get up, and that's when this Archangel, you know, it's called Archangel Raphael, it's a divine being, um, starts communicating with me. And <laughs> it was um, kind of like, uh, you know, like because I surrendered, I strongly believe because I surrendered, that's when, you know, I let the control to, uh, to God and I just removed stress out of my life. That's when I was able to, you know, uh, th God listened to me and he was able to help me, help this person. So how, how was the communication? It was via uh, thought. Mm -hmm. A lot, you know, thought process, but at some point you realize that thoughts are not, it's like, um, they're not coming from you. Mm -hmm. And um, and then it was also meditation, so we meditate every day. Um, but one of the things that happens too out of this uh, workshop, second advanced workshop that we attended in um, February 2014, I built my mind movie. In my mind movie, when we went back to Sedona and I looked at the pictures, one of the pictures said, we live surrounded by nature. And when I opened the mind movie that after not seeing it for like five months, I see the picture and it's a mountain, a, a red rock of Sedona. Amazing. And I had no idea. And then, you know, I was looking back at my mind movie yesterday just to see what has manifested. Everything, everything except for one frame that I put has not manifested. Everything else has. And uh, one of the frames that I put was, I experience the mystical every day. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you certainly do. Yes. 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 So, so, you know, now we do it. I do it medita via meditation. I meditate for my clients prior to the sessions. And then I pull all this information from our king Raphael that tells me in and out you know what's happening in the body when he started telling me that they had spirit activity or dark forces or soul fragmentation i would like i was telling you before earlier i would send we would send these people these clients to another practitioner to do that but at some point the practitioner itself you know he himself said you guys you know you kind of have to do it so now you know i started doing it and it's been so successful mm -hmm. for jorge to be able to do the healing because what we realize now is um, some of these entities or beings or energies, however you want to call them, or vampires, they block sometimes the healing. And sometimes it's better for the person to, you know, for us to, or, or for another or the practitioner to remove these energies from their energy field or aura and then do the healing. And a lot of clients that we get, they actually get a tremendous healing just by removing mm -hmm. the, these entities. We haven't even gotten to the energy healing part or even to the protocol with Archangel Raphael and they're already feeling way much better. Yeah, I might uh, clarify for the, our listeners here we use the word vampires not real vampires I, <laughs> we were having a discussion <laughs> out in, in, uh, before the show began and talking about how uh, there are certain people that you get around or, or whatever that kind of suck the energy out and I said, yeah, I call them energy vampires. <laughs> you know, so that, yeah. that's what that reference is about. It's not yes. about real vampires, but energy vampires where where the energy gets uh, altered. Um, you aren't talking about the leap of faith of uh, being able to uh, make such a transition in your life. 
And I have a good friend of mine, Rob Williams, at, uh, in Crestone, Colorado, and uh, he's uh, uh, the founder of Site uh, uh, K. And I, when I would go visit him, and you'd go up the stairs to his home office there, and there's a little landing, and then you have to turn and go up some other stairs. And right there at that little landing, he has a great plaque, and I love this saying. It says, sometimes a leap of faith is the only transportation available. <laughs> so for, for you guys, I think that kind of applies there. Yes. And, and so, and, um, yeah, what, what, once you got to Sedona and you created uh, this program, uh, Divinity for Life, tell us a little bit about that. Yes, well, once we got to Sedona, we found the Divinity for Life. And, um, you know, at the beginning, you know, it was hard. I have to be honest, it was hard mm-hmm. because I never doubted what we decided to do. I never doubted that that was the right path. But what was what we uh, lack understanding on is, you know, at the beginning, of course, the stress is going to build up because this is the first time ever in 23 years of career that we are basically living out of our savings. And uh, we started arguing. And nothing, we kept meditating, but we were arguing as well. So it's like we're raising our energy and then we're lowering our energy throughout the day. Yeah, putting the resistance into the field. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then after three months, something just clicked on me. And, you know, this was before our King Raphael came into our picture. But I, I told her, hey, we are doing it wrong. How can we manifest anything? We're just arguing. We need to focus before we focus on anything, abundance, uh, anything else. We need to focus on love. And we just need to live by the vibration of love. Mm-hmm. So that's what we started doing. And we, instead of build, having a mind movie that, oh, I have you know this, I have that, uh, my business is, is successful, we just said, you know, we love each other, we respect each other, we, we uh, live happy every day, our family is happy, blah, blah, blah. And we just focused on that. And the minute we did that after a month, you know, we they, of course yeah. we started moving energy because our vibration was high throughout the day, it was not like up and down, up and down, or up one hour and then down the rest. Right, you created a momentum going in the opposite direction of what you had been going. Yes, yeah. exactly. So at that point, we started receiving, you know, getting all these clients, and um, and then you know when we started part of the mind movie also that I put in one of the frames, I said our services complement each other. Okay, and I had at that point. This was like a year before. I had no idea Jorge was going to quit his job, but mm-hmm. I just thought in the you know I thought about I was thinking about the future. It's like well, at some point we should have a business together. But that actually manifested what we do now in Divinity for Life is um, we have different services. The first one we do is called Energy Assessment, which is an evaluation of people's energy, and that creates a plan for us to better to know how to help our client better. Instead of, you know, people sometimes request energy healing from Jorge. Yeah. Sometimes they just want to lose weight, they want a protocol. But if they're loaded with uh, entities or they have energies that, that are blocking healing or any aspects of their life, that's why we also, you know, we, we, we first do the scan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a clearing. It, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's an evaluation. It, yeah, explain the scan. Yeah, so, so the scan is, gonna, is composed of three different sections. The first one is really the energy. What's in your energy? For example, what if you have any spirit activity, you know, human souls attached. 
if you have any what's considered dark forces, uh, entities, uh, thought forms, um, animal spirits, and things like that, uh, fragmented implants. And then uh, if you do, it'll show up in, in, this, in the assessment, and as well as if you have a karmic block, which is, you know, energy that we create ourselves, so we, if we, your poles are reversed, Mm-hmm. Your polarity is reversed. So that is kind of like what shows in this kind of your soul is fragmented. It'll show up there. It'll, we also tell you how many souls, if you have any, how many souls are attached, how many entities are, t- are, are attached. And then the second section is just like complementary, but I put about six to eight things that Rakindra Rafael shows me as far as your physical health. So sometimes people, you know, deal with a lot of health issues when in reality sometimes they have either a lot of toxicity, metal toxicity, ammonia toxicity, or parasites, viruses, bacteria, different kinds of pathogens. Sometimes they have issues in the in the different uh, hypothalamus gland or thymus gland or different glands. And Archangel Rafael will show me some of that, you know, different uh, physical problems. So I'll just list about six. Uh, they're complementary because really what you're paying for is the energy uh, part. And then we put some emotional issues that are blocking your healing. Sometimes, uh, a lot of times when, when we get clients, they have an issues of, you know, lack of forgiving or lack of self-worth. They feel uh, they have a lot of guilt. And that also is an energy that it blocks their healing. So that is part of the first, this is the first thing we do. And then after the scan, below that, there's a plan. It's the guided plan. We don't dictate the plan. It's like it's coming from Jorge uh, meditates with Jesus and Archangel Raphael, and I meditate with, Je- with Archangel Raphael. And they'll say, this is the first thing that needs to happen, and this. And then they'll tell us how many healing sessions they would need in order to heal. And how often they should they need how, to be? How, yeah, apart? how far apart? What seems to be a general trend, or or is there a general yes. trend? <laughs> yes, yes. Kind of so, not one size fits all, but yes. tailored to the individual. So sometimes um, people that have cancer, um, you know, and they're stage four, the healings are going to be very close together, like every five days, mm-hmm. which is, you know, when people are really sick, that's how they tell us that they have to, we have to be done. And then uh, there'll be like five to six healings, okay, in mm-hmm. let's say one month, basically every five days or so. If people are kind of like healthy, uh, but they have some, some uh, issues, the range is between two and three healings every month or every three weeks apart. Yeah. yeah. And some people, you know, that um, the, have their, their uh, belief system is really like linear, like me- really mental in the mental plane. Sometimes they just want the uh, f- physical analysis from Archangel Raphael and then the protocol from Archangel Raphael. But at, at some point, you know, we always stress to them that they the scan is the best way to go because they've already gone through many practitioners to try to heal. And if it is not happening, it's because a lot of times it's the energetic issue that is blocking or is preventing yeah, the and healing. Yeah, and pretty much everybody that we've worked on, everybody has human souls attached. Or entities. Or entities. Uh, we haven't found a single person no, that is... Yeah. Yeah. And they have an average of, as far as human souls, they have about probably 10 to 15, right? Well, th- th- usually people that come to us, are some are very sick. Yeah, yeah I want to talk more about sure. that and the, the soul attachment and... Um, so many interesting things to talk about here. But uh, let's take a short break. Uh, you're listening to Help My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage on Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll be right back. Friends. 
friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Do you find that some of your hopes and dreams aren't happening the way you thought they would? Maybe your power of intention needs fine-tuning. The latest scientific research indicates that the problem is related to your subconscious belief patterns. They determine your behavior as well as create the message that is being broadcast into the field. Only 5% of what we think about comes through the conscious thinking part of our brain, and the rest is processed through the subconscious part of our brain. You need the Thought Genius Kit. The Thought Genius Kit is an amazing combination of tools and technology that is not sold in stores anywhere. But you can get it from ThoughtGenius.com. If you want to know what your subconscious thinks and feels about something, all you have to do is think about it and watch the indicators on the screen. The Thought Genius Kit also comes with a lifetime subscription for creating your own mind movies. Get more information and read scientific research before you order the Thought Genius Kit at ThoughtGenius.com. That's ThoughtGenius.com. Do you feel alone trying to conquer life's challenges? Do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April Joy Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to discover the powerful you. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you get empowered holistically every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. To reach Dr. Jeffrey L. Fannin or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radioshow at thoughtgenius.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, we're back with my guests, uh, Connie and Jorge Zafra, and we've been talking a little bit about a lot of things, <laughs> <laughs> energy healing and so forth, but I want to go back to what you were talking about uh, a few minutes ago, Jorge, on um, soul attachment that people have. Uh, why do you think that they attach, and what, what are they looking for when these things attach? And isn't that an invasion of your like personal soul space? Well, it's, it's what we have learned, you know, and, and sort of uh, understand is that a lot of, you know, majority of people, we live under a lot of stress. And a lot of us, we believe that we are not worthy for a lot of things. And we are always running with these low emotions. We're always feeling sad. We're always feeling, uh, you know, stress. We're, we don't, we're not fully happy. And what we've learned across the work that we've doing and also what, you know, a lot of reading and that we've done is that uh, a lot of these souls will resonate with those low vibrations, with those low frequencies. And, you know, some of them will come to you in, in uh, their, their purpose or their intention is to help you all day they, because they resonate with those low emotions. 
And when you when you have those low emotions and you feel that way, you are actually opening yourself sort of for those entities. And some of you know, in a lot of cases, there is a contract that exists between the host and that soul. And you know the contract is established in a way that you you don't even know that happens. I I had an entity in the past where, so, I'm sorry, a soul in in the past where it was causing me to be completely enclosed to do not show any kind of emotion emotion toward her, and you know our marriage was getting affected because I had that in myself, but I had no idea. Mm. And I talked to someone, you know, and she was you know someone to help me about that. But she was making me aware that that you know th- when I talk to you, you don't react. There is no act. You you listen to me. You understand what I'm saying. But you but there's no reaction from your part. And at that point, I said, you know, it's like I feel tight. I feel like I can't do anything. Like my hands are tied. So that, souls, you know, unfortunately, they come. They attach to your soul. Uh, but instead of helping you, they're actually affecting you in a negative way. They affect your health. They could affect your health. They could affect your behavior. Surgery also. Uh, is you know, surgery is open yourself. Injuries, you know, like injuries, like if you have a back injury, you're going through a surgery. Those, that's when souls could come in. It sounds like uh, like attracts like. So if you're living in those lower, denser frequencies, that those uh, souls are attracted to that so the law of attraction is pulling that in and then you mm. you talk about the, the the contract maybe that contract has a lot to do with uh, our own growth and and so we contract with with these other souls who uh, are going to help us in that process of something that we have to overcome that we have to deal with that we're going to clear that uh, for our own personal growth would would that be a correct statement you think I, I think so. To, you know, to some extent, it is true. You know that it's probably a lesson that we have to learn. And those souls, some of those souls could be actually be relatives. Mm-hmm. Some of those souls could be, you know, someone completely a stranger. You know, that will resonate with that and is really trying to help. And we open we open ourselves to that. Uh, but w- the issue is that when you have those attachments, they they start hurting you instead of helping you, mm-hmm. and that's when it becomes a problem. And that's what we've realized that it's it's really important for us to as you know evaluate a person before we work with them, uh, because otherwise, in, you know, if like if you do healing and with divine energy, uh, instead of helping the person, you could be actually helping the soul the attachment rather than the actual person. Do you find that uh, you, uh, you've you actually turned people away saying, uh, you know, this is not the right time for you? or you No, we've never turned people. Well, actually, maybe just one person or two. I think it was just one or two that um, they had not soul attachments, but they had demonic entities. I mean, dark forces are, uh, there are about 15 different types. Mm-hmm. And they sort of, had this contract you know they went into a cult or something and you know you have to just let that run its course so for us it wasn't safe to try to dissolve this entity and uh we just actually told this this person that we just couldn't couldn't help him but he was really uh, uh ill and he we was scared but you know that was yeah. the only person and one time we had a person who was in malaysia but their religious, you know, their religion. Mm-hmm. When we, when Connie actually talked to her and she explained her about what we do and how we handle, uh, to be able to help her. Uh, her religion wasn't really in tune with such terms, and she had difficulty, you know, grasping that, and she didn't really want us to help her. 
you know, so we, we, that could be an issue. For other people, it's like overwhelming, you know, it's like we've had people that when the moment they they see the report and they're like, oh my God, I want this to be taken care of away from me immediately. You know, I, I don't I don't understand why I have this, but just take it away from me. I don't want it anymore. But they uh, resonate with the mm -hmm. with the report because they, you know, sometimes I can't remember if I will say that they have depression or anxiety or they have uh, guilt and they resonate with those emotions. And they say, yes, I'm, 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 I have anxiety every day. And then so when, because they resonate with the report or the evaluation, that's when we start clearing their energy field and they start noticing a difference. And they, of course they want the rest because they notice their health or even their relationships. We have a mother uh, or actually several, but one of them, we were, I was treating her for a weight loss and our, the message that I got from Archangel Raphael is that part of her healing was involved her son. And the son uh, in, and her had a very, very bad relationship. So uh, the son is uh, in college already, and uh, I just happened to check the son, and he had 48 souls attached. So she said, please help my son. So when, when we did that, the son changed actually the next day. He, she sent me an email saying that, he was run, he got up and ran and at 5 a 5 a.m. he's he's a natural runner but he has hands and run for months and months and he was sending her pictures from college of the food that he was eating which is something she always wanted him to do but he was fighting her about it all the time he would never do it so she's so grateful because you know he has he's now himself he's not you know so those 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 energies mess mess with your thoughts and your emotions so he's now acting more like himself and that was part of her healing so now she's she's uh happier and healing because that part you know that relationship has been restored so is nutrition a big part of of keeping your energy uh, aligned so to speak or having enough of the right uh energy patterns that, that we get from the, oh, the, yes. the um, nutrition? Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, well, um, you know, there's a lot of energy in foods, right? Um, and the more we eat non-processed foods, foods that come from the earth, it also helps us to ground. Uh, that's one of the things that we always tell our clients whenever we do a session to eat a lot of beets or carrots or things from the ground to help them ground because they have that energy. But, you know, any non-processed food that comes from, from Mother Nature it's, it's, has energy. And that is going to help you uh, physically uh, cleanse the body and, and as well as going to allow you, it's going to allow the meditation to be more effective. That's what we found. You know, we eat very cleanly, mm -hmm. all organic, non-GMO, uh, and you know, it's just something that you're 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 gonna start craving for as you move along into meditation because you want it's just like subconsciously you just want more purity in your life. You want something, you know, things that are n nurturing your body, your physical body as well as because you're already nurturing your soul with the meditations. But you want also to nurture your physical body so that it's, it responds better to the meditation and to healing. Uh, I know that you have an event coming up here real soon. Can you talk to us about what that is and how people can find out about it? Uh, yes, we have a retreat starting tomorrow in Sedona at the uh, Sedona Creative Life Center. Yes. And uh, basically it's a healing retreat. Uh, we call it multidimensional healing retreat because what we'll be doing is exactly what we were describing to you, the energy evaluations. Uh, Jorge is going to do three to four group healings. 
uh, and people have responded great to this group healings uh, at the Sedona Creative Life Center. So he, as part of the retreat, uh, you know, he's going to do about three to four and uh, group healings. We're also going to do a uh, clearing session with water where we, I'm going to guide this meditation to help uh, these entities, these energies be removed from people's bodies. Um, we're also going to meditate and, uh, Jorge, do you want to say something else? Yeah, there is another one where we call it psychic exercise. Uh, it's a meditation where, like you were saying, oh, um, you know, people have their own power within themselves, Intuition. right? Mm -hmm. uh, so they have their own intuition. So this is to help people uh, grow those abilities. Uh, we're also going to have a, a, a sort of a healing, one-on-one -on -one healing a meditation where also to help people and embrace and, and raise, open. The, open themselves up to the divine energy where they actually can heal themselves and help peop other people healing. Um, yes, and as part also of the retreat, we're gonna, every participant is going to receive a full physical evaluation from Archangel Raphael, which, you know, this I have to do before the retreat or after the retreat because I have to meditate and get all this, compile all this information in a format that it makes sense to the yeah. person and divide it up in different sections and things like that. But that's included uh, as part of the retreat as well. So we're very excited because, um, you know, it's, it's going to be um, it's an excellent, you know, way for people to start opening themselves up and develop this healing energy that we all have inside of us uh, and, 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 and create more healing, you know, speed up the healing process in our lives, not only in the body, but also with our relationships at work, uh, with our fin fin finances and things like that. So. so if somebody wanted to go to this retreat, how would they find out about it and, and register or, or what's your process? Yes, they can go to our website and under events, there's the, the healing retreat. You'll, they can find it there and there's a section you, there where they can register. And your website is? <laughs> for life com. Divinity for Life, yeah, www.divinityforlife. Uh, it's an amazing website. I've, I get on there, and uh, there's a lot of information. So I get intrigued, you know, just oh, going from piece you. to piece. So you've done a really great job uh, with you. that website, and we'd uh, admonish uh, anybody to do that. Uh, so what else is on the horizon for you guys in 2016? Well, we keep, you know, we keep doing, we started this year, what she mentioned is the group healings. Uh, it's something that I was sort of uh, guided to start doing, not just one-on-one -on -one sessions, but this is like a one-hour uh, one session where we, we gather as, as many people as possible and we do group healing. We just give the channel divine energy to everybody in the room. Uh, that's something that we're going to continue doing and possibly more retreats. Yes, so. we've been asked in uh, Houston and in Mexico to, uh, to do retreats. So more than likely, you know, this year we're going to probably do four, three or four here in uh, Sedona. And, uh, and then 2017, we'll start doing retreats in other parts of, uh, you know, like Mexico or other parts of the country. Mm -hmm. But our goal is also to empower people to know how to, you know, to learn how to heal themselves. Right. To understand mm -hmm. more about energies and their energy and energies around us. Uh, so that when they start noticing a change in their uh, way of being, their mood or something like that, they can, you know, get help or, or check or meditate just to clear those, the, some of those energies. 
Uh, it sounds like you really have an exciting agenda, and and I'm really really excited about the things that you're doing because it it's so close to home with, you know, a lot of the scientific research and things that we're doing, and and we're coming to understand more and more about how energy healing works, and that we all have that power, and whether you, you know you can awaken that and begin to use that, you know, for yourself and for others, and a lot of like-minded people are coming together in, mm-hmm. in order to do some of these things. So uh, I, uh, I hate to kind of end the program here, but uh, <laughs> uh, we're running out of time here. And I'd like to really thank uh, my guests, uh, Connie and Jorge Zafra, for joining with us today to uh, uh, share their wisdom, their passion, and their talents with us. So thank you so much uh, for for being with us today. Oh, thank you, Dr. Fannin. Thanks it's a lot pleasure. for having us. It's an honor to be here. Yes, yeah. So uh, join with us uh, next week for another interesting and inspiring episode of Help, My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. Thank you for tuning in to the show this week. Please join Dr. Jeffrey Fannin again for another edition of Help, My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. Listen every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week possible. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.